This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for anxiety sufferers everywhere. Wake up each day feeling less and less anxious, but with more and more control with your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome to A Mind Controlled Life. My name is Elaine Blidgen and I'm your host. In today's episode, the title is What are the three types of beliefs and which belief is causing your anxiety? Or I should say, which type of belief is causing your anxiety? Now, this is really interesting to me because everything, everything, everything that I do is focused on changing your beliefs. Now, I could interchange that word with your perspective or the way you look at things, but essentially it's your beliefs. There is a difference between what I believe and my beliefs, but we'll talk about that in another podcast. So, why am I talking about this today? As you know, I am an absolute advocate for self-coaching, but you can't coach yourself if you don't know why you do what you do or even why you did what you did or what you will do in a future situation. Your level of awareness has to be quite high. And the way to tell if your belief is causing you anxiety is just just to look at your reaction. Now, what's interesting for me, well, yes, no, this is interesting for me because I is that I've been listening to some fantasy audiobooks and fantasy isn't really my type of thing. But one of the protagonists, the main female, who would then fall for the main male protagonist in this fantasy thing, was full of doubt and insecurity and mistrust. Her job was to find out the truth. And she was basically revered. Everybody was scared of her because she could read your mind and she could touch you in your own mind to find and probe for the truth of of the matter. So people didn't like to be around her because as soon as you were in her company, she could pick up what you were thinking. She'd know you were telling a lie and they were always scared that they'd be cast off to prison and that would be it. So it irritated me, this book. It, it, it Because, anyway, I won't even go into why it irritated me. What was of interest was she could only see her male protagonist, her prisoner, in one particular way. And that was through the perspective of mistrust. And if you have anxiety, then think about this. That's probably, in fact, I'll say that is where you are. Now, you may be at the stage where you think, right, no, that thing there um, in the outside world makes me feel anxious. And listen to those words, makes me feel anxious. It's like that's doing something to you. And that kind of language gives away where your, it's called your locus of control, where your power goes, yeah? Nothing This is going to sound weird, isn't it? Because I can say nothing makes you feel anxious and I know it's to be true. And yet there are situations in which you will still feel anxious and it's understandable that you do so. What I would like you to think about, though, is what are you believing? And do those beliefs cause your anxiety? 
The short answer is yes. So if we go back to this fantasy audiobook that I was listening to, and the way she saw the people around her and the person that she's bringing in, she, could, she, she never believed a word he said because her perspective on life was that everybody lied and it was, her to, it was up to her to find the truth. So she couldn't see him in any other way. And it turns out that he was innocent and he didn't do what he said he didn't do and so on and so on. But she never gave her reactions one minute's thought. She never thought that she could ever be in the wrong because she'd seen so many people lie. And we all do, don't we? We tell white lies. We tell, I don't even know what the opposite of the white lie is. You don't say black lies, but you, we, 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 we lie. We tell untruth. We fudge the truth or whatever, however you want to describe it. So she never questioned herself. And so when she was around people, as far as she was concerned, how she saw that situation was the truth. Because mostly everybody reacted to her in unpredictable ways. They would try and soft soap her about something. They would obviously lie about other things. And as far, and so that's how her perception was built. So the question is, how's your perception being built? You're around people all the time and you're in certain situations and you'll feel more or less anxious depending on who you're with and where you are. But why is that? Is it the other people that you're around or is it because of your beliefs? Now, again, the short answer is, yes, it is of your, because of your beliefs, but what is it that makes you feel that way? Beliefs come in a sentence. They come in, if, if I said to you, black dogs are dangerous, which was one of my old beliefs. That is a belief about black dogs. Not necessarily those little, tiny little dogs that, you know, Certain types of people carry them around. Mostly women, I think, have seen them carry them around like their little handbag. But a general average sized dog, and it's all black, I used to get triggered and feel scared. And I would cross her over on the other side of the road and I would hope that the dog didn't smell or sense my fear because I was genuinely fe fearful of black dogs. Brown dogs or spotty dogs didn't give me the same sort of reaction. So was it the dog that was making me scared or was it my thinking about the dog making me scared? And I know you know the answer to this. It's the thinking about the dog that was making me scared. But can you identify what those thoughts are? So I've just given you an example of a belief, which is black dogs are dangerous. That's what I used to believe. I, n I no longer believe that as a car carte blanche belief I now see that there are some dogs that are dangerous depending on how the owner has treated them and made them to be like that but in general dogs aren't dangerous so when you think about your situation in which you become anxious can you find those words that make up your belief can you find that perception that you have that makes you feel that particular way? Because just like our protagonist in this fantasy audio, whose perception was faulty, it, it is 
impossible. Is it impossible? It's difficult. Should we say difficult for you to be able to see that situation in any other way if you don't have a belief that supports it? And you'll find that over the next few weeks, months, years, I will come back to the same thing because I want it to go in. When you realize that the way you feel, the way you react can only come from the way you think, despite other people saying, well, it's understandable that you would be upset if somebody spoke to me like that, I'd be upset too. Doing this by anything like that, there is something inside you. There's a sentence that you're saying to yourself. There's a, there's a conclusion that you've reached that is the belief that if you can find it and you work to it, then you will be able to eliminate it given you've got the right tools to eliminate it. Does that make sense? When I was thinking, when I was looking up about beliefs, I found that in general, there are three types. There are beliefs that we have about ourselves. There are beliefs that we have about others. And there are beliefs that we have about the world around us. And that seems logical. If you have anxiety or if you get anxious, then each one of those contacts will reinforce your anxiety. So if let's just say you go for a job interview and you may get worried about that interview beforehand because you've got a belief somewhere in your head that says, if I don't get this job, then it means that I'm a failure. I mean, you really could have that, couldn't you? Or if I go there and they take one look at me, then... And they don't, and then, they, and they don't like me. Then I won't get the job. It could be anything, but if you can identify it, you can do something about it. You might have a belief about, oh, uh, if it's a woman, I don't work well with women, so I probably won't get the job, especially if they she thinks I'm prettier than her. And I've heard people say this: the reason why they didn't get the job is because it was a woman, and the woman was jealous of her looks. And just think about how you're going to react if, if you're walking around thinking things like that. And we all, we all do. So then you may have a belief about yourself. Oh, I didn't really do well in my last job. And if they find out, then they're not going to want to give me the job. And so I'm going to be a failure. Other people are going to think I shouldn't have gone for it in the first place. I should have stayed where I was. And I've had that too. Once you recognize that all types of those beliefs, if they make you feel bad, if you interpret life in such a way that it makes you just feel less than, causes your anxiety. And I, and, and I really do mean that. It will cause you to be anxious. And the only reason that you have anxiety is because you do that more often than those people who wouldn't class themselves as an anxiety sufferer per se. They just get anxious in specific situations. He says that we've done it more than them. We think in those ways more than they do. And when you are needing to unravel all of that, to be able to be in control, to be able to achieve what you want to achieve, it's really important that you you find those words that pass through your mind so quick that they leave you feeling the effects of it, even if you can't figure out or can't hear the exact sentences that you say to yourself. 
So what do I mean by beliefs before we finish this? It's any statement, really, because we all talk to ourselves. And so you're sitting there watching a movie and you'll say something like, oh, gosh, she looks awful in that dress. Or, oh, he's gorgeous. No, 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 don't do that. You're going to get caught. Why would you do You know that conversation? Oh, is that just me? I hope that's not just me. But that's how I watch my TV. And I'm sure you do as well. All of those thoughts that are floating around in your head that are just triggered by what's happening on that screen, they are a form of belief. Because that's what we do when we're in the real world and we're out and about around people and people say something to us, somebody bumps into us or a car overtakes us and nearly makes us have to slam our brakes on. There will be thoughts in our head if we get a physical reaction to it. And what can make this all worse is, because you remember in one of the previous podcasts, I was talking about how, I think it was the first one actually, and my driving, I used to be so tense because I thought somebody was going to sideswipe me and I'd, I'd end up being dead. Somehow I'd know I was going to die, whatever. And I would start feeling anxious as soon as the clocks went back in the autumn. Well, yeah, October is still the autumn, isn't it? So imagine that I would wake up in the morning and it was the day after the clocks have gone back. Now, the day before, I wasn't anxious, but as soon as the clocks went back, that was it. I'd be anxious for the entire winter months until the clocks went forward again, or if it's the other way around, whatever way it is. So that anxiety was there every single day, especially if I knew I wasn't able to get home before it got dark. And you will have the same. The only way that I could get rid of that feeling of anxiety, of trepidation, of fear, of worry, was to find out what I was thinking in that situation. And the obvious one was, I'm going to die. I'm going to get killed. Cars are dangerous. People don't drive well. It's dark and people can't see me. Can you hear all of the different statements that I was saying to myself that would lead to me feeling so anxious when I was driving that I wouldn't voluntarily be out when it was dark? Now, I've just reeled off quite a few of those statements. And within those statements, you can find the beliefs, those things that you believe about yourself in that situation. And there are more. There are more than five. There can be, you know, 20, can be 30 because each belief can lead on, to an, lead on to another and lead on to another and lead on to another. And I don't want to put you off actually finding them and doing something about it. I'm just wanting you to be aware that this is what's going on in your mind. And every single podcast episode that I'll be talking to you, it will be trying to help you to understand that the only way in which you can be where I am now, where I feel that I am quote-unquote normal, within the normal range of feeling anxious in certain situations, is to find those thoughts and get rid of them. Well, actually, don't get rid of them. You, you change them, yeah? And you don't have to find them all, but you do have to find the ones that trigger you. So the question was, which type of belief is causing your anxiety? And the answer is any type of belief that makes you feel anxious. Because I could say, 
black dogs are dangerous and that's what caused me to feel anxious but you can think no i've been brought up with black dogs and they're just the same as brown dogs or spotty dogs or shaggy dogs or miniature dogs so my beliefs are not going to be yours so when i was around dogs i would feel tense and anxious and sweaty and trembling but when you're around them you feel relaxed and you feel loved or whatever else you feel so it's really whichever thought makes you feel anxious are the beliefs that make you feel anxious that cause your anxiety if you think them long enough i hope that makes sense so my then and now for this week i'll go back to my fantasy story actually i have i remember <laughs> i was watching a video I like my audiobooks and I like the Downton Abbey type-esque of books and I like the period dramas, yeah? And there was one, there was a, was it Sherlock Holmes? I can't remember which one it was now, actually. No, Agatha Christie, that was what it was. And it was read by, and I'm sorry about this, this is how I was then, though. It was read by an American with an American accent. <gasps> And every single comment bar two were lambasting this person. How could they? How dare they read this audiobook? Uh, Agatha Christie audiobook with an American accent. We were, and I was one. I, I mean, I didn't leave the comment, but I was up in her arms as well. And so, do, so as soon as I heard that, I wouldn't listen. Um, it was just like an anathema. How, no. So I didn't listen to this book and I really wanted to hear the story because I really enjoy those types of stories like a murder mystery. Now, however, I'm listening to all these other books and the American accents all over the place and it doesn't bother me. Now think about that. I got so incensed and angry at that time and I absolutely agreed with every comment bar two of them and two of them they were Americans and they said, I don't understand you English. Why are you saying that? There's nothing wrong with this. <laughs> so, and now it's fine. I, I, I don't even notice. As long as the story's good, it doesn't matter. But just think about that. I actually got so annoyed that they dare to read an Agatha Christie novel in an American accent that I stopped listening. I wouldn't listen to it. And now I'm in a place where it doesn't actually matter. Now, this is not necessarily your then and now, obviously, because it might be just a bit weird. However, what is your then and now? Do you have one? Have you been putting into practice self-coaching techniques that are making the change at a deep enough level in your psyche so that you are seeing positive change? Because if you're not, then you need to change it. You need to do something different because that is the only point of doing this. I will never, ever need to work on listening to an audiobook with an American accent and thinking, it's okay, it's American, Love it, live and let live and do all that sort of self-talky thing. It's just fine. Absolutely, 100% fine. If you find yourself being in a situation where you have to talk to yourself into it or you have to roo-roo-rah-rah yourself in order to be able to do this thing, you need a better self-coaching 
process. And with that said, you can go to my site, elainebligion.com, and you'll see a free download there of a script that I still use to this day that can help you to coach yourself out of anxiety in certain situations. It's not for every single situation, but it is helpful. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about how do you identify your beliefs in a bit more detail, because in this one, it wasn't really about that. And so what I can say is thank you very much for listening and listening to my rants. And with that said, it's time for me to go. No, no, don't go, Elaine. Yes, it's time for me to go anyway. So this is a mind control life. And this is where you can wake up each day feeling less and less anxious and more and more in control. And I shall speak to you soon.